We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast. Two, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, today, what is design hacking and how we can change your life? Part two. Yeah. Oh. Part, parte dos. Parte dos. All right, <laughs> guys, before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know where the episodes drop on your phone. Uh, and also, follow us on social media, at BizBrosCo. And if you have any questions, slide into those DMs. That's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, because today's guest is absolutely amazing, don't forget to share it with everybody and, and leave a five-star review. Round two. This is probably the most awaited and promoted episode we've had. We actually already had today's guest in our podcast. Her appearance was the 0.5 seconds she needed to grab people's attention and have them tune in today. She was named Content is Profit Soccer Team Captain. That's right, guys. You listen right. She is actually one of the co-founders of of Tropic Thunder Thursdays, but more importantly, she is the renowned Spotify playlist creator, and today she's launching the Content is Profit playlist. She is a number one best-selling author. And number one fun author. She helps people tell stories that convert through her design hacking philosophy. Russell Branson and Tony Robbins have been lucky to share the stage with her. And most importantly, she is one of our new best friends. But this time, she knows it. That is right. Please welcome design hacker, most loved marketer, and... Content is Profit, Hall of Famer, Miss Catherine Jones! Oh my god! Listen, guys, I have to say, I think my biggest regret, maybe of my life, is the fact that before, I mean, I had a whole week, I could have pulled this off. I, we need soccer jerseys. Like, we need oh, matching outfits. Like, what was I doing the last week? Wow. Like, I made mistakes and I want to apologize as team captain. I let you down. I let you down. I let you down. It's okay. That's fine. Do, do you have the caprice on? Oh, oh, give me, yeah, give me one second. I'll go grab it. I'll go grab it. Okay. Let, okay. Anything's possible. Let this but be me. the setup to part three, the part three, so we can bring the soccer jerseys. That's all. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. And it's like we need the little, you know, like captain wrist. The arm. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna my, be great. My goodness, I can't wait. I, I won't throw rocks at you though. That's one thing I can't promise. I, no rocks. No rocks. No, no rocks. And for those listening, I guys, really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. For, don't don't cross me. You know what I'm saying. For those listening, guys, Fonzie, before we actually went and recorded this, he was telling a story on how our dad, which we love very very yeah, much, we, and we appreciate that. this, uh, threw rocks at him because he was low on soccer. So there, there's somewhere in the past episodes. Go. Watch it, listen it. That's fine, but we won't get into that today because you know it's, it can be very sensitive, and we don't want fancy crying. That's all. That's all good. Catherine, wow, this is so exciting! Thank you again for joining us, and uh, and and now we get to chat a little bit longer, which is exciting. 
Listen, I'm always, I'm always trying to play a little bit hard to get, and I'm glad to see that it worked. You know, that was my play the whole time. I was like, how do I get on a second time? How do I get on a second time? Hey, I mean, so, you, you, it worked. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I burned like twice the, the calories <laughs> by thinking so so hard on what to put in this intro this time. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. it's challenging. We need to make an impact. So thank you so much for coming. Yeah, Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, so if you haven't listened, guys, go check out the first, the teaser episode, which uh, Catherine actually gives us an amazing, amazing uh, tip to uh, do what she does best. But before we get into that kind of thing, mm -hmm. Catherine, we want to know a little bit, like, where you come from? Like, why design hacking? Why marketing? Why online marketing? And, you know, what do you do today? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Such a good question. And I feel like everybody is this way. It's like, how did you, how did you get on? How did you find the internet? Everybody's story is <laughs> always crazy. I mean, I will make a two versions. One's like, oh, I just saw a Facebook ad and I started. And then the other one's like <laughs> way back in the history. You know what I mean? It's like, it's always crazy. Mine's more of these way back years. I was never planning on being an entrepreneur. I didn't even really know that online internet marketing was a thing. Yeah. I actually was studying film in school. And I took a break from school to go serve a year and a half mission trip for my church in Los Angeles. So when I was in LA, I kind of got to see like the good and the bad parts of the film world. And I just kind of came back and was like, like just kind of disenchanted with it, mm -hmm. which grateful because we learned we didn't want to do that, but also problem because I was three and a half years done with school. I had like <laughs> one, one, two semesters left Yeah. and I come back, I have no idea what I want to do, right? And also, uh, the only thing I knew I wanted to do was like super annoying. Like, like the reason why the millennial stereotype exists is because, <laughs> like, it's actually my fault. <laughs> I came back and I was like, I just want to help people. You know, it's like I'm an idiot. I have no idea what that means. And uh, but the only thing I could think was like, well, whatever this like help people means, it would probably be easier if I had some money. Like, if I had some cash, it'd probably be easier. So I was like, business? I Like, literally, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I like, study business? Business Anything? <laughs> I have no idea, right? And yeah. so I go to my university, I try to switch my major, and they were like, oh, sweetheart, you have, like, way too many credit hours. Like, they're, like, <laughs> just get out of here, you know? There's no and way. let me just tell you, oh, my gosh, you guys, that was actually, I think, like, the most divine blessing that ever happened in my life because it was like, well, I guess, I guess you got to figure it out, right? So what's crazy is I just, I didn't even, again, like, like entrepreneurship was nowhere on my horizon. I started reading personal finance books, which eventually led me to investment books, which led me to like self-help books. And also I'm kind of like this Tim Ferriss world, four hour work week, you know, oh. like every, everybody takes a stop on that train, yeah. you know? Yep. And all of a sudden people start selling me these online courses where it's like, how to build a WordPress site and how to write email copy. And I didn't really know what it meant, but I just like be, kind of became like so intrigued with this world. So yeah. I, I, and I, and I can't exactly explain why that I'm just like, Oh my gosh, stuff's so cool. And, um, and so I'm, I'm paying for these online courses with credit cards that I should not have applied for, but I did it anyway, because you know, <laughs> Good. here we are. Good. And Oh my gosh. And all of a sudden I land upon like this concept of like, what really is internet marketing and what does it mean to have an online business and how can you create passive sources of income? And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, like, like everything just like clicked in my mind where I was like, I was like, one, if this is real, this is legit. <laughs> like, why is not everybody doing this? And the second thing was, um, I actually grew up, I'm the second oldest of eight kids. 
And so there's just like, how many, wait, how many do you guys have? How many are in your guys' family? Uh, well, today too, we have <laughs> yeah. another brother that he's actually in Colombia, which he's also starting his own show for the Hispanic market. We're so, so yeah. proud. And then we have a sister that she is in Peru. So we're all over mm -hmm. the place. We're uh, all over the place. All over the place. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. So you guys know you have four. So we have eight and I, yeah. oh my gosh, I love it so much. And my parents like actually are the coolest human beings. <laughs> and I always knew that I wanted a life. I wanted to be like my mom, but I wanted my, I knew I wanted my life to be a little bit, look a little bit different than hers. Yeah. I, I like could not figure out in my head. I was like, what does it look like to take over the world, but also be like a really dope mother and a super present wife. Like, how, like can you do both the things? Yeah. And for so long, I just like literally could not figure it out until I discovered internet marketing. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, if I think, I think if I'm just not an idiot, I think if I'm just not dumb mm. and I build this thing correctly, then I think that I could figure out a way to have significant impact inside of my home while simultaneously having significant impact outside of my home. Like, I think I could do it. Yeah. And so that like, that just turned it up to like next level obsession, right? Where I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And mm. along that road, discovered funnels, which was like super cool, which is super systematic. And it was amazing. We had clients and um, we had a lot of clients, um, but we were kind of all over the place where yeah. one day we would like absolutely kill it for somebody. And um, like I always describe where it's like, you know, some days where you're like, you're killing it online and you're like, <laughs> am I the internet? Like <laughs> I am the internet, you know? And then like the very next client you tank and you're just like, I'm quitting. I'm never That's doing it. Anything. Okay. You came over. Yeah. The business yeah, is done. They're just like up and down and I'm mm. getting frustrated. I'm like, what is the deal? Why can we not figure out how to be consistently profitable in what it is that we're launching? And so in this like, and, and again, I think this was like more of a pain point for me than maybe others because it was tied to this, like, if I don't figure out how this thing works formulaically yeah. where I can predict it, then like, I don't have a, I don't have a shot in heck to be, yeah. have a life at home, right? Because I'm always going to be scrambling or not sure if it's going to work or no, no sense of predictability. And so as I'm researching, all of a sudden I come across these studies that say that, and I think we talked about this a little bit before, where it's like, it takes people 0.05 seconds to determine whether your site is credible or not. And over 90% of what they're judging is your design. I, I just so, realized, sorry for interrupting, I just realized that we messed it up in the intro. We put 0.5 instead of 0, 0, 0, 0.05. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, that's oh, insane. So I discover this, and it's like this double-edged sword where like number one, I am so excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, I figured out the lever. Like, like I like we can have the best coffee in the world, we have the best off in the world, but like we just have to figure out how to actually present it. Yeah. Like, how do we present this visually so that we can play into what's physiologically already happening in people's minds? So it's like, oh my gosh, design's the answer. But then it was this other part of the sword where I was like, well, this is terrible because I don't know anything about design. I was like, oh, I don't understand how to do this. And I kept getting really frustrated because all the answers for understanding design and presentation and what, again, whether that was funnels or video or podcast or even copyright, it was like, yeah. go learn how to code or go back to graphic design school or go learn the whole Adobe suite. And honestly, like for me, I don't, I like, it cracks me up that my vehicle is called design hacking and that I'm like the top like design person in the funnel world. It actually cracks me up because I never wanted to be a designer. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be a designer. I just wanted my stuff to freaking work. Like yep. that's it. Like I just wanted to know the formulaic process for, Hey, if I have an idea, how do I take it from idea 
put it into reality and get paid for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating as we started to approach this um, to find that like design was the lever. And so again, getting frustrated because everybody's telling me you have to go back to school, you have to learn coding. And because I didn't want to be an actual designer, I wanted to be a marketer. I really think through stubbornness and like you could see like I had like my books are all color coordinated. I'm like a little <laughs> bit CD for sure. So when people are like, design is this like you feel it or it's this ambiguous nebulous thing i was like i don't know i like actually can't understand what you're telling me right yeah. now <laughs> like i don't <laughs> so also i just started to play with these hypotheses where it's like could design actually just be a science yeah like could it be where it's instead of this like again it's like really ambiguous thing it could just be like a series of steps to take a series of decisions to make and a series of tools to use like could that be a thing and it was almost obnoxious how fast we prove those hypotheses to be true where I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is like, <laughs> I've been failing for this long and like, that's all I needed to figure out. Wow. I was like, oh. And we started to figure this out. We started to figure out again, like down to like the granular level, what is the science for design when it comes to funnels? And what's been so fun is that those formulas exist for presenting stories or offers that convert, not just in funnels, yeah. it exists and video and Facebook lives and Instagram stories. And so we've just been honing and perfecting this craft to teach people again, how do you present stories or offers to the world in a way that you can that that you can predict that they will actually convert. Um, and then what's been also fun is not only how do you present stories to other people that convert, but how do you start to present them to yourself? Mm, I love that. So it's not just like fake game of affirmations, but you're actually like, oh no, we got like, we yeah. actually... I think that's a major point right there. Yeah, I think we're, we're definitely yeah. going to take the conversation there in a little bit. I love, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for that topic. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I love that the whole story. Literally, it sounds like you've been doing this for like 50 years, you know, not like, not like you look 50. I'm not saying that. Please, people, don't 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 hate me right here. Um, but like the it's whole story. Honestly, it's been, um, I... I, I always say, like, I first discovered the internet April of 2014. Wow. So, like, it's been a second. And, like, like truly, like, you go look at, I mean, I'm a little OCD, right? So, it's like, I have a spreadsheet of every single course that I've ever bought and taken. And it was amazing. Like, when I was in school, again, I was studying film, knew I didn't want to do film, discovered the internet. <laughs> and once I realized that that was what I was want, wanted to do, I made this conscious decision. Yeah. To yep. not make school a priority, which was, like, hard for me. That's just, like, so not ingrained in that, right? <laughs> If I usually would spend 10 hours on a paper, I just decided I would slash everything in half. So I literally set a timer for five hours and just whatever was done was done. And then I would use that time to go take, actually like do these online courses where I'm like, how do you write copy? What does it look like to build an online course? Like, how do you actually do this stuff? I love love that point that you make right there uh, because a lot of people like even like you know our content world right like you have to let some things go and then go execute and for you that decision was something that for most people they think it's impossible right you go to the to college and be like hey you know don't invest all your time here and and again nothing against college but if it's not your passion maybe chop that in half they're like what are you kidding me like i'm not gonna be able to finish and just being able to to be at peace with that because your goal on the other side is so much bigger right or or that itch right to to find it to find that thing is so much bigger so i i give full props to that and uh, amazing that you were able to do that and show the way for so so many other people that they can actually do that i think one of the main reasons like well and i'll tell you this like it was just always ingrained in us like growing up like grateful my parents but it's Mm -hmm. like 
It's like, you do good in school. Like, that's your job. Like, you do good in school and you're super involved. Like, that was their thing. Like, yeah. you, contrib- you contribute. And um, and so, like, I actually was literally valedictorian in high school. Wow. So I was valedictorian, like, school, 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 school. Do, like, never have a missing assignment. Do the thing, like, blah, blah, blah. I get to my first semester of college. I get absolutely hosed, you guys. I get a 2.7, <laughs> okay? Which, like, for a girl who's never had a B in her life was, like, mm. it was, like, panic-inducing for me. I was, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was, like, I'm an idiot. I don't know who I am. But here, oh, my gosh, it was the Full best. Crisis. I, like, this because all of a sudden it was like I like I was like why did I just totally botch this yeah like totally absolutely botch this and again this beautiful realization that came when I was 18 years old right where all of a sudden I realized that my whole life I never actually learned how to learn Mm. I just got really good at doing what people told me to do and the second that I had to go into a D1 college right where I'm competing against literally 30,000 kids and it's not enough to just turn in your assignments and show up on time right like yep. i actually had to learn stuff i didn't know how to do it yeah i didn't know how to do it. I, and it was just like terribly painful skill set for me to realize that i had no idea how to actually learn so gratefully fast forward i like i start to learn those things in school i go on a mission trip for a year and a half you start to figure stuff out right i come back and it, it actually was this huge blessing because this decision of like, mm, I'm not going to make school a priority yeah. was more so like, hey, I finally figured out how to learn stuff. And yep. right now, me learning stuff, like I have to put aside what these marks are going to say, yeah. say about me that- because I know what I'm actually trying to learn. And so, again, totally <laughs> botched it. But again, I think one of the... <laughs> most amazing lessons and i think why a lot of people struggle in entrepreneurship yeah. is because we keep wanting people to tell us what to do yes oh I reality, lo- mm-hmm. if you can learn how to learn and, and and like almost be grateful when you find out where your holes are because you're like yes i know where the next place to exactly go is. yeah then it becomes then it becomes fun then it becomes really really fun and less overwhelming i think in my opinion yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is awesome i mean you, <laughs> there's so much stuff in yeah, here i'm li- like literally like, you've said so many stuff that i want to like touch into but at the same time i don't want to like we'll lose do. lose you know like this yes. one topic that we have right now so we already I'm, have planned we're gonna have soccer jerseys on like we have time we got time that's right um but you know talking about this learning how to learn i i love that topic especially we, we actually had um as the ceo of planable last episode Zenia, her name yeah. is her name is senia she's a 30 on, uh, under 30 and she was talking about kind of like losing yourself on the road of entrepreneurship right and i was like you know what like there's this saying, model after success, right? Success mm-hmm. leaves clues. And I, I understand that. I love that, actually. I think it, it makes total sense. But I think what you were saying, people want to be told what to do, right? Like how to do it. When they're following those steps, they just pretty much, that's all they want. They just want the how-tos. And they don't learn, actually, how to learn and see these opportunities within themselves of like, whoa, I'm, I'm slacking a little bit in this area. And if I put a little bit of effort here, this is going to help my business, right? So I think that is super, super important. And I love your story, what you were saying about school, because there's actually this book called Limitless Mind. And mm-hmm. it's, it's written by a math teacher. Okay. And she's saying that there's so many problems with education, especially here in, in the U.S. right now. And one of the problems is actually like segment, segmentating students, uh, honor classes, all the stuff, because they grow up with the belief 
that a, they, all they gotta do is hit the ace, right? They don't really learn how to, the system is not really uh, teaching them how to learn just how to get A's, right? And when eventually they get a B or a C, they freak out, which is what you were explaining what happened to you. And when you were telling this story, I was like, oh man, like this is this well, is incredible. Beautiful too. Like, like I, I love this game entrepreneurship too, because I think it's coached me a lot. And, and again, I say this fully recognized I'm about to get absolutely rocked when I have children, right? It's like all the parents <laughs> I know. I'm talking about. Like, what a beautiful thing to think about too, in how you teach your children, where yeah. it's like, mm -hmm. how can you your learnings and outcomes rather than marks where it's like, Hey, cool. Like what, what, what do we want to learn this summer? What exactly. do we want to do? Yeah. And like, Okay, cool. You wanna you you wanna build a computer? I have no idea how to do that. But cool, let's figure it out. How let's are we gonna figure, figure it out? out? Yep. Yeah. I think it was uh I don't know if you're familiar with uh Jesse Itzler, husband of Sarah Blakely. So he's he's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's incredible. Like they, they sit around in uh every dinner and they're like, Hey, what do you feel at today? What do you feel at today? What what do you do to overcome that failure? So they actually celebrate the failures instead of the wins first, and then they celebrate the wins on how they actually win that. And I thought that was like amazing right yep. and um when we went back to our world you know at the time and we shared this idea everybody's like oh my goodness like what why would you do that like and and i think that's the difference i think the people that seek those failures faster to learn faster and then start discovering themselves uh then they will find their own path yeah. and then have their own success in their own terms yeah i mean i think people do need to celebrate the wins of course you know dopamine it makes you feel good and everything but i think celebrating the wins it comes from a comfortable place right like mm -hmm. we feel pretty nice celebrating our wins but it's very harsh look at yourself and say you know what like i felt at this and then it's even harsher to say tell yourself why you fell at that right like <laughs> kind of like analyzing yourself i think that's one of those times like a true leader like literally just got off like just right before this i had a call with my coach right so like i'm always learning and literally i asked her a question and she answered and it wasn't a, it wasn't an answer i was expecting i was like wait why did you like talk to me about that yeah. and she got quiet for a second she goes i'm gonna correct myself on that she's like i was wrong and she goes and let me tell you why i think i was wrong about that wow and, and like in the moment coaching right where it's yep. like listen like a coach so a leader whether it's jesse itzler who's a father mm. or a business coach or whoever like the sign of a true leader is somebody who in the moment is is like almost like grasping to see where you fall short yeah, because mm. it's a moment to learn. and again like how cool is it that my coach like i'm literally paying her money no pride no ego involved she's like oh i totally botched that i yep. totally take back what i said and let me say what i just told you came from a place of fear love it wow that's and that's that for me was so much more important even than the answer that came first or second what? was, was the example where it was like oh yeah like sorry i i totally said that out of fear right wow. and i was like oh, how many places am i doing that in my life <laughs> <laughs> i know it makes you think so like you went from like Ah, I, I want to continue this topic a little bit. But, <laughs> no, I love but, this but, topic. But I want to transition a little bit too. I, I think we can merge both. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. now you literally coach hundreds of entrepreneurs, if not thousands, to yeah. do this whole design hacking thing, right? Totally. Coming from a place that you did not know how to design, and uh, now you do that with this yeah. amazing coaching. So how how do you get there? Like, what? How do you do it? Like, how how your students are having so much success? And why is this so important if you are playing on the online marketing content world? 
Oh my gosh. Okay, such a good question. And I say this again as somebody who is like perpetually learning. Like we're about to cross a thousand people in our course right now, which is like Amazing. super exciting. And then thousand people across. Oh, I love that you have that cue. That's the nicest thing. But I literally remember, like, I remember when my first goal was eight. I was like, listen, I just, if I can get to eight. And then for whatever reason, the next number is 27. I can't even remember why those was like, but it's eight, 27, and 67, and then 128. I can't remember again why those numbers. It was like, I just like, those are my benchmarks. Those are my benchmarks. <laughs> and, um, and it's really fascinating to see how the game does change and evolve. But I think the reason why um, this philosophy of design hacking for funnels specifically is what we're talking about, mm. why it's so profitable um, is, for, is a few reasons. Number one, we figured out how to expedite the results that you can get. Like, really, you can, you, we have graphic designers who literally send me hate mail. Like, very mean things, right? Wow. Because they're like, you're a fraud. I had to go to school for four years to learn this. This is crap. Like, you can make at most $75 an hour. Like, it's it's insane what you're saying you can make. Like, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I get it. I would be so mad, too. If I spent four years and was in student loans to come out and best case scenario make $75 an hour. And then to see what people are doing in our course, where within a matter of five to 15 hours after joining the course, right? So again, as soon as our, our, the person that's made the money fastest has been a day and a half. Wow. When we have this thing in our course called Money by the Weekend, where it's like, hey, can you, like, can you, the week you make it, make money by the weekend. And we have people do it over and over and wow. over and over again. We're having a graduation. It's called Steve Design School, right? We have a graduation for people who either made up the cost of the course, made $10,000, $50,000 or more. And we have over 30 people graduating right? Wow. Just within the last little chunk of time. And again, I think the reason, one reason why is because our stuff actually works, number one. And number two is we have, we have literally built a system that makes it so hard and difficult to get overwhelmed. Mm. Like it's almost like the reason you're not going to win is if you just don't do it. So what we do is we have all these different touch points. We gamify the entire thing. So we literally have nine different badges that, that you win according to challenges that you do. So it's like, cool, you want to do this? Cool, let's just break it down. And every time you do it, you get a badge. And we literally just coded it into the back end. When you get a badge, fireworks go off. Because again, like you said, dopamine hit. Yep. And we just, as quickly as possible, we are trying to get them as many tiny wins so that they perpetually grow and grow and grow in their ability and capacity. Momentum. Yeah. Exactly. So also wow. these people who have been struggling to make money online for the last two years or have been playing for a ClickFunnels account for the last six months or whatever the case, all of a sudden within three hours, they have $2,500 in their bank account. And they're like, what the freak just happened? And it's like, oh, well, we did, I mean, we kind of tricked you, right? Like, yep. Yep. like the first badge is sign a contract that just says you're going to do it. It's just a tiny thing. But yep. boom, fireworks go off, right? Badge, 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 badge. Oh. And so again, there, and I think that's the reason why we've been able to be so successful when we do these things with our agency or selling tickets to Design Hacking Live or teaching this stuff across video is we approach this design and presentation and storytelling element, which typically are these really fluffy, soft skills as formulaic and concrete and, um, and knowing the foundation so that when you do know the formula, I mean, you can go off and, and branch off from there, yeah. but having foundation um that allows you to know like okay what i'm gonna do what i'm what i'm putting together right now is gonna work and um anyway so yeah so i'd say like tiny wins gamification and taking really typically inferred as soft skills and making them concrete and really actionable this is guys <laughs> listen to this on repeat because 
I mean, th th there's so many things I think that might have, uh, you know, like fly under the radar here. Um, I don't, I don't like the word genius, so I'm gonna use extremely smart hard worker. You are an extremely smart hard worker. This is incredible, right? Actually, so there's another book that we read uh, called Barking at the Wrong Tree. Totally recommend it. I know you're into books, so that, that one is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And the guys talks about actually. Gamific gamification, right? You were just talking right now, right? Those little uh, dopamine hits. Um, mm -hmm. The example that he gives is someone trying to survive after he was left in a mountain with his legs broken and he gamified his experience of crawling through the snow until he yeah. could get to the to, next rock. To, yeah, to the next rock and then until he finally got to the village where they saved him, right? Days later, by the way. Days later. Yeah. But that translates the same to business. It's those little wins, those dopamine hits, they keep people going. And actually yesterday I was giving a, a workshop and we were kind of sharing uh, what Steve Larson um, teaches, right? Uh, credit where credit is due. He teaches about those, right? The dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin. How to induce those in your marketing, in your fulfillment. Yes. And I see that you <laughs> literally included all those in your program. And I love it because it's actually, people might be like, oh, but you, you know, you're like, putting all these elements, you know, dopamine, whatever, in your in your marketing. But you're doing it from a place of, I want to serve them. And I know most people fail after they enroll in courses. They stop doing them. So I'm going to use this to help them actually win, get, help them go through my entire course and win. So yeah. for those listening, if you have a course, if you have a any, any program, right, coaching, whatever, listen to this again, because I think these are tools that you can use within your program, within your, within your business to actually have your clients get more success. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's, that's crazy. Like literally, like I don't even send you a t-shirt, right? Until you made a thousand. I don't even send you anything cooler until you made 10. And then, and then, but we have these levels, right? But yeah. what is crazy, literally crazy is that the thing that keeps people going is all of a sudden an icon that was previously doled lights up. A, a CSS firework, a JavaScript firework shoots off and a little air horn goes off. Like, that's it. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like, I got to get batch too. And I, all it is is a poof, I, I got to ask, I got to ask, is the air horn the one that, that goes like, the, the Hispanic one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we were friends enough, fast enough. I'll, I'll call my coder. I'll be like, okay, I'll be like <laughs> no, but I, I think I think it's wonderful why why you drink. I think I'm sorry because I we know we're running out of time and we we're part three with the <laughs> captain armbands and t shirt. And <laughs> it's all good, but uh, but yes, I mean the points that you just hit here and then on the previous episode, wonderful. I think people have to go back and re-listen to this because it's literally like ten thousand dollars worth of advice we, right we, there. We should merge it's, the episodes. It's a massive like shortcut that people can actually take to have success not only on design hacking but on their own business, on their own projects. And for those, right, like design hacking, how do you present stories, stories. or offers? That it's I mean, like how I mean, are you going to present this story, this course, this course information in yes. a way that converts. That's it. Very right, like simple. all this concept. How do you present information in a way that will convert? Literally changing people from one form to another. Yeah, and I and I, and I want to add something. Is the people that you want to work with too? Because you know that information, that story, kind of filter filters the people that mm -hmm. you didn't 
don't really want. I mean, is, I mean, you're, so talking, you're talking to Catherine Jones. She's like the most unapologetic person <laughs> in the digital marketing world. Your, your content literally is so unique that, Thank you know, yeah. I feel like people get attracted immediately to your personality, to who you are. And I mean, I think it's, it's made for your dream client, right? And I think that's another lesson for whoever is watching. Don't just yeah. go and do whatever the status quo of digital marketing tells you to do. But, the, you know, the, there's a way that you can find yourself as well and, and put yourself out there for others to see. Yeah. With that, with that, Catherine, we have two more questions before we let you go. <laughs> We're like, no, you're, you're a host. <laughs> you're here. Uh, you obviously are a massive content producer. The way that you create content is, is amazing. We, we love your style, right? And it's because it's you. What would you be if you were not publishing? What would I be doing if I wasn't publishing? Yes. Where would you be? Mm, like, like if I had to pick a different job, is that what you're saying? Where, where, where do you think your life would be if you didn't publish I, whatsoever? I would be under a bridge. Okay, that's, listen. That's oh, it. I understand. I understand. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Quick story. 30 seconds. There <laughs> There I was, um, it was about a year, uh, like 14 months ago, okay? We're finally starting to get some traction with CF Design School. Like people are starting to understand like, oh, like they started to hear about me. But I am faced up against some pretty big competitors that had a lot of huge high connections when it came to, especially funnel design. And so I'm sitting in this conference and I remember thinking, how am I gonna take down this giant? How do you do it? What am I gonna do? I'm thinking, I think, cause it's just like, it's lowly old me. And it's like, we have 10 people on our team now, but at that point it was, Two of us, right? Two. And so I'm like, how are we going to do this? What am I going to do? Blah, blah, And all of a sudden I have two things that come to my mind. Number one, you, you, um, number one is you break a machine with a movement. That was the first thing that came to my mind. You break a machine with a movement. Then the second thing is, well, then how do you start a movement? How do you, how do you get a movement? It's all around the story. So then I thought, okay, if I can just be so strategically loud that nobody else can even hear or see my competitors, aka publishing, I think we can win the game. So we literally started Operation Hashtag Smoke em Out. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we're like, we are going to make so much content that they get overwhelmed and they have to leave. We literally smoke them out. And wow. um, and that, honestly, that was the genesis of us really, like really, really taking off. Like when all of a sudden a Russell Brunson started to reach out to us and when all of a sudden we started to get partnerships and we started to get asked on speak on really big stages. Um, and it was all because we really strategically thought we're gonna we're gonna kill a machine with a movement and we're gonna smoke them out. Wow. Really? That's it. I mean, th this made our episode. By the way, th this story right here, it's amazing. Because we're big, big fans of go ahead as consistently as possible, as frequently as possible, as loud as possible with your own message, with what you have to say. So thank you for sharing that story. That was amazing. I did not know that one. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> we love didn't the do homework. Hashtag, hashtag smoke them out. Hashtag you know? smoke them out. Smoke them out. So, so yeah, we'd be in a dark place without publishing for sure. Wow. Yeah, that, that reminds me, I don't remember who was it that said it. We had him in the podcast not long ago and they were saying that publishing is kind of like that breakthrough moment for many of digital entrepreneurs, right? And he mentioned some, some pretty big ones uh, yeah. that they claim that publishing is their breakthrough moment, right? So you were saying that story and I was like, that's an it. another one. I was like, <laughs> I love it.
So if you're listening, guys, please go ahead and, and publish. And if you want everything and, and want to learn how to tell stories that convert, yep. please connect with Catherine. Catherine, how can we connect with you? How can they find out more about you? Oh, my gosh. Okay, easiest place, come to our central hub. We have a place called Design Hackers Official. It's our Facebook group. We talk all about how to present stories that convert through funnels, video, podcast, stage, Instagram stories, copy, etc. But if you just want to stalk us, see some of the videos that they're talking about, Instagram, YouTube, you can go ahead and binge um, our stuff if you want. Um, my handle's just Miss Catherine Jones, MS Catherine Jones on both of those things. That's awesome. right. Guys, go and binge because it's amazing. It is great content. <laughs> and I mean, I'm going to say I'm a fan. I'm, I, I'm, su I'm subscribed. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. yeah. I and think we're, we're missing the action point. I think the action point is going to be the first episode. The first that episode. That was a massive one. Yeah. So we always ask for that action point, that one thing. And you gave us so much good information today and on the other episode, just the full 10 minutes. So I think we're going to go with that one. Uh, okay, the, the big bro ha, ha, has spoken, so it's okay. <laughs> Catherine, we, we want to say thank you. Gracias. Yep. Thank you so much for being here. It, it was extremely exciting for us and the audience, and uh, you getting a ton of comments here. It's like, ah, oh, Catherine Jones, love it, right here. <laughs> so awesome. And uh, Cassie Brown, what's up? So it's always amazing to, to see yeah. people kind of coming in and, and checking everything out. So thank you again. And uh, don't leave. We have like two more minutes outside of the show. And with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Find us on social media at the Peace Bros Club. That's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, please share it with everybody else and, and leave a five-star review. See ya.